Hello and welcome to another episode of the Troy Francis podcast with me, Troy Francis. So, I hope you've had a good weekend and you have had a great start to the week. It's Monday, it's July, we're in the middle of the summer. It's all kicking off. It's Monday the 22nd, so getting towards the end of the month now, nearly into August, which is incredible. And I've had a pretty awesome weekend because my new book came out on Friday, my new book, which is called Approach Her Like Chad, which I mentioned in a previous in previous episodes, actually, of the podcast. And yeah, it came out at the weekend and it hit number one as a bestseller on Amazon in certain categories. So that's pretty damn good news because for a book to do very well uh, on its first weekend on a platform like Amazon is obviously great because that helps as far as me being an author is concerned in terms of sort of kicking into the algorithms Um, giving the book more visibility on the platform, allowing more people to see it, and hopefully allowing more people to get the message. So I want to say, first of all, a really big thank you to everybody who bought the book over the weekend. I really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate uh, you taking the time and spending the money to do that. Uh, Lots of love going out from me to you. And I hope that you're getting a lot of benefits from the book already. The early reports back I've had have been very good. Uh, But let's see uh, what kinds of reviews that we start to get in. But regardless of that, um, I think it's an incredibly useful book. It's really distilled everything that I know about approach anxiety and how to avoid it. And what I want to do in this episode of the podcast is really just talk a bit about the book and why I wrote it and what's in it and et cetera, et cetera, just to give you a bit of a insight into it, if you like. So yeah, book is called Approach Her Like Chad. And then the uh, the subtitle is How to Meet Beautiful Girls with Rockstar Fearlessness Today. And I wrote that because, I wrote that subtitle because I was worried that some people wouldn't know what I mean by Chad. And maybe you don't know what I mean by Chad either. So we're going to get into that in a minute. But basically, yeah, the cover, which is designed by my usual cover designer, looks pretty damn awesome, if I may say so myself. Has, uh, yeah, it has a, a, a very good looking guy in a red jacket on it and a girl in a red dress. Uh, and the guy is meant to represent chad in inverted commas and the girl is looking at him adoringly because he's just approached her successfully so what's all this about well basically i did a reader survey earlier in the year i did a reader survey to my email list and then i did uh i did um uh, some twitter polls as well basically to sort of go into a little bit more nuance in terms of what people were looking for and I, I asked a whole bunch of different questions about things and content and so on and so forth but the most important thing that i got back was in terms of what people really wanted to know what people really wanted information on and i was thinking well you know I've been doing this, I've been writing about this stuff for a while now. I've written loads and loads of articles about dating, about games, seduction, sex, all of those things. Maybe people are interested in some, you know, uh, advanced tips. Maybe they want to know about certain techniques that can be used, you know, something like keeping long distance relationships going over time or, you know, how to deal with certain elements of relationships and things like this. 
And the feedback I got was, no, we don't want to know about that. We want to know how to approach. We want to know how to walk up to a girl, introduce ourselves, say hello, and flirt with her for a bit and then get her phone number. It really was that simple. Now, as I said, I wrote an article about this, which you may have seen on Friday as well. And as I said there, I've talked to other content creators about this in the game and dating space. And, you know, there's a little bit of, I suppose, frustration coupled with, you know, humor and a kind of acceptance, really, of the fact that however much you talk about this stuff and however much you theorize it and write different things about it or create video or, you know, whatever it is that you do, uh, going into all the different nuances and angles on dating and how to meet people, how to meet girls and how to be sociable and all that kind of stuff. In the end, the main thing that people are always going to want to know is, okay, but how do I approach? How do I get over that anxiety? How do I get over that tight, knotty feeling in my stomach? And just walk up to her and, and start talking. And it's, it's that which is the most difficult thing for most guys, and myself included. You know, I'm not saying that, um, well, in fact, I go into the booking great in, in detail about how this was never something that came easily or naturally to me. It was something that I really had to learn and practice and work on in order to get better at. Um, but it can be done, and I am living proof that it can be done. Now, um, okay, so let's get into the title. So I knew from the, from the feedback from the uh, these, these surveys that I'd done that I was going to write something about approaching. And I've been thinking about it all year. This is the first book that I put out since I did Cut, which I think came out in March. So it's been a little bit of a gap. And I've been sort of thinking about how do I present this information? How do I create something that's actually going to be helpful to guys? Because, you know, as you know, there's been a lot of content out there about approaching there's it's not as if this is a a new subject it's not as if people haven't tackled this before because of course they have so um so yeah i was trying to think of different ways to go about it and um what i decided i was just thinking about it and you know meditating on it and putting it to one side and coming back to it and everything else because it would have been very easy to write a very vanilla if you like book about approaching you know just go up and be confident and dress like this and have this eye contact and say this but all of that stuff has been said before and there's loads and loads of good advice out there but I wanted to put my own spin on it I wanted to do something slightly different so at the same time as I was thinking about this of course I'm you know keeping up to date with things in the men's quarter of the internet I'm looking at um, forums and having discussions with people on Twitter and everything and I'm aware as you probably are of this kind of jokey reference to Chad who is Chad is basically the the jock at high school he is the captain of the football team he is the good-looking Six foot four, square jawed, sparkly eyed, leather jacket wearing bad boy, you know, that you see in all the movies, who basically is popular with the girls effortlessly. He doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to read seduction books. He doesn't have to watch videos. He doesn't have to go on weird seminars. He just turns up and he says a few funny, cheeky, funny lines, and the girls fall at his feet, and that's it. You know, he doesn't, there's no. 
there's no question for him about having to fake it to make it or kind of practice this stuff or learn this stuff or anything like that. He, he's just got it intuitively. Now, I've always been interested in this character. And of course, Chad is a stereotype. Chad is a fictitious character. But nevertheless, I think we all probably know people like that. We know people who sort of meet the description. Uh, we know guys who, who, who have been very successful. And I wanted to, I've always been interested in thinking about what those guys do, because it's all very well being part of a sort of nerdy community of people who play video games and in their spare time they try to hack the sexual marketplace, which is kind of basically what that whole seduction game community is. It's all very well being a part of that and that and without a doubt those people have done some incredible work and it's been very, very useful to many, many thousands of guys. But I think we're missing a trick if we don't look at what the the natural guys are doing, what the naturally successful dudes are doing. Because, you know, those dudes um, they may not be able to articulate themselves what it is that they are doing that makes them successful, but they're clearly doing something. So if we can try to decode it and put it into, you know, usable, workable steps, then we're going to be on to something. It's a bit like it's going to the source, isn't it? And again, I, I put out, um, I think this is on a video I said this, but imagine you want to go and learn French. Would you rather learn French from a non-French speaker who has done a degree in French, has lived in France and has a very, very, very high standard of French, or would you rather learn from a native-born French person who's spoken the language all their life? And I think most people would rather go to the, the native speaker. And actually, if you know anything about language teachers, people who are native speakers, because, I'm a, because I am a native English speaker, I could get paid more to teach English than some other dude who you know, is Russian and has a very high standard of, of, of English, but he isn't a native-born speaker of, of English. Because people want to go to the source. People want to go to the person who uh, has the knowledge in its purest form. And that's why I think it's important that we look at these so-called chads, because these are the guys who have the knowledge of what to do socially to be successful with women in the purest form possible. So that was the premise of the book, and that's why I called it Approach Her Like Chad, because I wanted to make a jokey reference to this fictitious Chad character. And then I was thinking, okay, so what are the things that Chads do, and how is it best that I present that material in the book? And it was then that I had the idea of doing an acronym, a cheeky little acronym, because I thought, okay, I've got to divide this information up somehow. I've got to present this information somehow. So why don't we do an acronym for the word Chad? So I had a thought, think about it, and I broke down what I wanted to put across, the information that I wanted to put across about Chad, into four elements. And they, and they are one, crass, two, humorous, three, actorly, and four, delusional. And so basically those elements, crass, humorous, actorly, and delusional, are the elements that you need to master and internalize if you're going to be able to approach like Chad. So in other words, if you want to improve your approaching skills, if you want to become less afraid to approach and you want to, your, your approach to be more successful, then you need to 
incorporate these aspects of chat into your own personality and mindsets. So that's what the book does, basically. It goes through each of the four things in turn. So the first chapter is, is crass. Uh, the second one is humorous. Then we go into actually, and then we talk about being delusional. So those may sound like slightly odd headlines, perhaps, and they are a little bit crazy. So I'm now going to explain briefly uh, a little bit about each one, a little bit about why each one is important. So the first one is crass. And this really is at its simplest form, about going from being the nice guy to being somebody who, it's not so much being a bad boy, it's just being somebody who just gives less of a damn. Because the problem is that nice guys, and again, this is a stereotype, it's in inverted commas, but you know, we kind of know what we mean. Nice, polite, societally conforming guys are not crass. You know, they're respectful, they're reverent, they are very careful in terms of what they say, they're careful in terms of what they do, they want to be, you know, thought of with respect and everything else, so they don't they don't rock the boat too much. Now, Chad doesn't give a damn about any of that stuff. So Chad's just going to say what he wants and do what he wants, and he's going to be quite crass about it, he, he, because he doesn't, give a, he doesn't give a fuck, you know. So what I talk about in that chapter is the importance of disregarding the rules of polite society, the, the, the importance of not caring, in other words, what people think or what people, you know, say about you or anything like that. And then the, I go on then to talk about reframing rejection, because, of course, underlying all of this is that fear of rejection. But do you think that Chad cares if he gets rejected, and Chad does get rejected, it's not as if these guys get accepted by everybody. You know, the, every every guy is going to face rejection. Everybody faces rejection in one form or another, and Chad does as well. The difference is how he reacts to it. Now, do you think that Chad is sitting there crying and writing poetry at night because he's been rejected by some girl? No, of course he isn't. He reacts in a crass way because he just doesn't give a damn. In fact, he thinks it's actually quite funny when he gets turned down because his opinion of himself is so high that if a girl is stupid enough to turn him down, then, you know, he, he just thinks that that's kind of laughable, really. And so as a, as a result of that, he's got an incredibly strong frame. And so then in the chapter, I go into how to, you know, to achieve that level of, of crassness, if you like. And the way that really you do it is you just have to learn how to put aside your sort of finer feelings about how you want to be perceived, what people think, all of those kinds of things. You've got to break out of that. You've got to put it to one side and you've got to embrace not giving a fuck, basically. And you've got to be that. And, you know, I, I was saying not giving a damn and I was saying not giving a fuck because that's part of the crassness. Do you know what I mean? You, you've got to not care. You've got to put aside your sort of timidity, your weak kind of uh, concern about what others think. And you've just got to go, you just got to go for it. Do you know what I mean? You've just got to be like, okay, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. 
That then brings me on to uh, the next um, part of the acronym, which is humorous. Okay, so basically humor. This is this has got two sides because Chad himself is funny because those guys, generally speaking, they're funny guys. They can make people laugh. They probably take the piss out of people. They probably tease people, so they get a laugh out of that. Um, he finds, but also he finds everything and everyone humorous too. So he's making people laugh, but he also finds everything funny. And it's that finding everything funny that is really important for you to take on board. And in fact, that's even more important than you being funny. I mean, everyone says, oh, God, guys should have a good sense of humor. Girls really like that. And yes, of course, that's true. But What's actually more important on a uh, on an inner game level, and this is really an inner game book, is um, finding everything else funny. Because if you find everything else funny, then you don't treat anything um, as being too important, and that gives you this kind of uh, superpower, really, in social situations if you get it right. Um, yeah. So you know, as we said before, the problem with the nice guy is that he takes everything far too seriously, including himself. Chad doesn't take anything seriously, and he particularly doesn't give the opinions of girls or people that he meets on a casual basis seriously at all. So this section really goes into how you can achieve that and the benefits of doing so. And then the third section is called Actually. Now, this is a slightly different take because I'm not saying here actually that Chad is necessarily actually himself because, of course, Chad is natural. So he is not putting up any facade or pretending to be anything that he isn't. But I'm telling you this, if you want to be Chad and you're not, if you want to be able to approach like this very confident, fun-loving, don't-give-a-fuck guy and you're not that guy, then I'm sorry, my friend, but you are going to have to learn to play the part of Chad. And yes, that means understanding some very important actually principles. Now, at this point, there are going to be guys who are saying, oh my God, so you're saying you've got to pretend to be someone else, but I don't want to pretend to be someone else. I just want to be myself, uh, etc. In order to, um, you know, you, you don't want to pretend to be this other dude. Uh, and I get that. I get that. And what I would say is, you're you're not going to, right? You're you're never going to. I've never pretended. I've done all of the stuff in this book, by the way, because what this book basically describes is the process that I went through in order to go from being very self-effacing, very shy, very afraid to talk to anybody, let alone a hot girl, to, you know, becoming confident and being able to go in and rock it in social situations and all the rest of it. That wasn't, as I said at the top, that wasn't something that came naturally to me, but it was something that I was able to learn by doing this stuff. Um, And I have used acting techniques in doing that. And I'm not ashamed to, to say that, it's just a fact. But I would say this, I've never done anything to pretend that I'm somebody else than who I basically am. And what I mean by that is, what I've never done is gone up to a girl and pretended to be a millionaire. I've never gone up and pretended to be, you know, with the band or a member of a band. I've never pretended to be... I don't know, living in a fancy apartment when I didn't. I've never pretended to be anything that I'm not. Even when I had a boring job, I didn't pretend 
that I didn't have a boring job. I, I obviously tried to make it sound a bit better than it was, but I didn't pretend that I didn't have it. I didn't pretend that I did something else. And I know loads of guys who, who've done those things. You know, I knew guys who would, you know, they pretend they worked in a more glamorous industry, that they were earning more money, uh, you know, and then you get the kind of plastic gangster guys who are popping the bottles of champagne in the club and they're, you know, basically they're eating into their overdraft. They're trying to give this impression that there's somebody they're not. And that's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm not encouraging you to, to lie and say that you're a, a Lambo driving you know, millionaire if you're not. That's not the point. What I'm saying is you have to make a shift in your behavior. So you're still being yourself. It's just that you are putting yourself across in a different way. You're putting yourself across as the Chad-like guy. So what I'm asking you to, to act if you like, is is you're, you're acting as being more confident than perhaps you are. And I don't think that's a bad thing because I think, you know, we all need to, well, not all of us, but some of us need to work on this area. And fake it till you make it is a very, very, you know, well-known and very well commonly prescribed uh, technique to use. And what I'm suggesting is akin to that, but I go into it in more depth because I talk about Stanislavski. Now, if you know anything about acting, if you know anything about the method actors, uh, De Niro, Sean Penn, um, loads of guys, Ed Norton, loads of guys like that, Christian Bale, they were all inspired by the work of the Russian uh, drama instructor and writer Stanislavski and what I do in the book is go into a technique called the magic if which was uh, popularized developed and popularized by Stanislavski and has been used by the method actors and I, I introduce you to that technique and I show you exactly how that can be used so that you can become more like Chad in your approaches and generally in your social interactions and if you if nothing else in the book, you should buy the book just for that because this tool, which I learned about, I don't know, 14, 15 years ago, radically transformed my life. And it's very, very simple. It's nothing complicated. It's, it's actually very straightforward. But when you learn about it, if you can implement it, it's going to change your life in many, many ways. But particularly uh, in the ma the matter of being able to approach with confidence and aplomb and all the rest of it. And then finally, in section four, I go into delusional. And what I'm saying, or delusional, what I'm saying here is, you know, it's better, It well, it's essential when you're playing the Chad role to be somewhat delusional. And, you know, basically right, if you are the Chad guy, then there is absolutely no room for self-doubt. Absolutely zero. And it's far better to be deluded about your relative value with hers than not. So in this section of the book, I talk about how powerful a tool delusion can be if you use it correctly. Now, again, you know, I'm not saying here just go completely nuts and, you know, start imagining you're the new messiah or something like that. What I'm saying is if you can implement a degree of intentional desire into your pro approaches, you will find it incredibly powerful and easy. And... Probably the reason you're not doing this at the at the moment is because, well, you're a rational person for for one thing. I mean, that's probably the main reason. But also, you know, you're 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 polite. You you don't want to. You're not trained because, and and this is particularly the case in Britain. Um, if you're listening in Britain, but elsewhere as well, we're not really trained 
to blow our own trumpets. We're not really trained to sort of think too highly of ourselves. If anything, we, we go too far the other way. And certainly Brits, we go too far the other way. We go too far into, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, and we're self-effacing We're we are, we take the piss out of ourselves. Um, we don't build ourselves up. And what I'm saying here is you need to turn that thinking around and become positively delusional about yourself. You want to think that you're better than you are. Now, objectively, you know, you could be walking down the street using this technique thinking, I am the shit. I am gangster. Everyone's looking at me. I am rock solid pimp. This is amazing. Now, the reality might be very different to that. You know, the, the reality might be that you haven't caught up with that image in actuality. But it doesn't really matter. What matters is that you're giving off that energy. Because if you give off that energy, then you will influence other people to start to buy into it. And it's that illusion that you are looking to create. And that's what I talk about in this section of the book. And that really brings us to the end of the book. So at the end of each chapter, I go through a checklist of 10 things that you need to be uh, to be doing 10 reminders of the key points. So hopefully that's helpful in terms of summarizing the chapters. And then at the end, I just bring it all together and talk about, you know, at root, really, this is all about acting for yourself rather than for the girl or other, or other random people. You know, all of this stuff may sound counterintuitive, but really it's about having the self-respect to put your wants, your needs, your desires before those Others who, let's face it, may not have your best interests at heart anyway. This isn't about being selfish. It's not about going insane and pretending to be someone else. It's just about saying, okay, look, for a change, instead of putting myself down, instead of thinking everyone's better than me, I am going to be the boss here. I am going to think of myself as the boss and I'm going to present myself like that. And I can tell you when you start to put some of these mindsets into practice, what you're going to find is your anxiety about approaching is going to be significantly lessened because all of this stuff is going to make it a lot easier and a lot more fun, frankly, as well. So look, that is it. That is a whistle-stop tour of the book which is called, as I said, Approach Her Like Chad, How to Meet Beautiful Girls with Rockstar Fearlessness Today. It's available. It was a number one new release on Amazon at the weekend. It's available on Amazon now. I will put the link in the description to this show. I would encourage you to download it as soon as you can because it will change your life. It will change your ability to approach, without a doubt, because all of this stuff is, it changed my life, all of this stuff, and I'm just passing it on to you. It's also priced very, very competitively. It costs basically less than a Starbucks, less than a Big Mac meal. I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, you could change your dating life forever for less than the price of a coffee, for less than the price of eating a, 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 McDonald's, a McDonald's burger and chips and free drink. Uh, yeah, you know, so you'll be crazy not to get this book if this is an area of your life that you want to you wanna sort out. I hope you enjoy it. I'm very keen to hear what you think, so do let me know. And that is it for the podcast for this week. It's me, Troy Francis, signing off. Have a great week, and I will speak to you again very soon. Bye-bye.